Alright everybody, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. This week, it is me, Benjamin Duncan. It is also me, Tommy Haley. And the COVID boy, Brock Gordon. <laughs> the sick boy. The very sick boy. Oh my god. So as you guys can probably tell, Brock's not uh, feeling the best, but... COVID. We're all doing okay. We're gonna we're Co- gonna make it through everything. <laughs> COVID, COVID. Yes. Tested positive and everything. I dodged it for two fucking years, and it pops up the week of my fucking birthday. Uh, Fuck you. Uh, we have a, a birthday boy soon here. Uh, Friday. All right, but um. <laughs> Let's see, what would you guys like to get started with tonight first? Uh, football? Baseball? Uh, what would you guys like to go with? Tommy's football. Tommy's team's going to get his their ass kicked and cross the sea. We're going to get... We're going to lose in potato land. Hey, fuck you. So, uh, so Tommy, could you explain to uh, the viewers uh, what's going on with uh, Nebraska football? Uh, no. Apparently, they are in Dublin, Ireland this year. I don't know how. Don't ask me why either. I've never understood why they were in Dublin either. Um, playing Northwestern. Well, they did, didn't they do this a couple years ago with like uh, Penn State and uh, God? Who was the other team? I only remember Boston College and Notre Dame. That's what it... No, I think it was Penn State and Boston College or something like that. Could be. A couple years ago. Wrong. Because I don't know how this works or why they go to Dublin, Ireland. But, yeah, they're playing against Northwestern. It's a Big Ten, you know, it's a conference game, so... You know, very early in the season to have a conference game. Let alone they play the this Saturday, don't they? Indeed, they do play we this Saturday. We have college football this week, everybody. We will now, from now until January, we will have it Saturday and a Sunday with at least with football. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yes. So finally, what we've been waiting for. We are fucking excited here. Let's go football. 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 Uh, Real football. I don't know if... uh, Meaningful football. I don't know if you guys have any other uh, college football news, but um, I have some if you want me to talk about that. We have so much football news. Just a little bit. Like, enough games that guess what we're actually going to do this week? We're actually going to... What? We're actually going to do this. Oh my goodness! Oh man! Yeah, it's been that long. We're actually gonna do picks for week zero. Woo! Week zero, the best. Here for college football. Week zero. Everybody loves week zero. Anyway, Ben, you were saying. 
Um, there was just two other college football things that I, um, er, well, okay, actually, um, okay, there's going to be, I have two different college football things, but one of them I was saving for my three things for the week. Okay, but, um, save it. The other, but the one that I can talk about now, um, is kind of a, a sad one, but, um, yesterday at, um, at 1.30 in the morning, there was a, a, a crazy, huge, uh, fiery wreck in uh, downtown Indiana, somewhere in Indiana. But um, two uh, freshman members of uh, Indiana State uh, football were among uh, the, the people in that wreck that uh, didn't make it out. So, uh, prayers go out to them and their families. So, yeah, it's it, that's a bit rough and uh, probably not necessarily what we wanted to start off with right off the bat, but... No, thanks for bringing the mood down. <laughs> but anyways, we're doing our picks now, right? No, picks are always at the end. Okay. We'll always be at the end. Always. Yeah. Also, always at the end. Should we, should we talk about the Royals? Uh, oh, yes. Um, uh... Yeah, um, we're um, having it. Uh, our favorite player got put on the ten day uh, uh, IL. Not the Pasquatch. The Pasquatch, indeed. He got put on the the ten day IL uh, really? day for uh, for uh, right shoulder discomfort. Uh, sad. Sad times. Right. right shoulder discomfort. I'm like, ooh, that's very worrying. Yeah. Then also, um, in Royals news, uh, Amir Garrett's suspension where he, he threw that like drink on the, the one fan a couple weeks back, um, his suspension has been reduced from three games to two games, and he started uh, serving that suspension tonight. So he'll be back. He will Sun- be back very soon. Is that right? He'll be back Sunday. Technically. Um, well, he served his first game tonight, and he only has one game left that he has to serve still. Uh, okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Every time you bring that up, I'm like, oh, yeah, that totally happened. Completely done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nine. But the Royals continue. There's nothing else that I know about Royals-wise, but... um, They still suck. The Royals still suck. But in other baseball news, uh, we do know... Bobby Witt Jr. did hit a home run earlier tonight. Yes, and he absolutely smoked at that ball. Smoked. We do have some team baseball news, though. What was that? We do have some team baseball, Team USA baseball. Oh, that's right. I, I, I can't remember what it was, but I did see something about that. I believe the manager for the team uh, next year... Gotta say next year because that's when it is. I believe it's Mark DeRosa, and then the hitting coach for Team USA is 
none other than the kid, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, let's go. Let's go. You know what? You know how... So there's like this uh, person on Twitter, me and Bob follow, and he's like, what does Braves lineup do? It fucks. It fuck. What is this Team USA Baseball going to do? Team Baseball lineup going to do? Hopefully win it all. Hopefully win it all and... Not being an embarrassment. And... Bro, I'm fighting stuff right now. Keep going. And, and fuck. Let's go. So, yeah, that's actually going to be very interesting. And that's also going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I know I, I, I usually don't pay attention very much to Team USA uh, baseball, but um, I know I'd like to see them do well. Yes. That's always something good to look forward to. To look forward to in the World Baseball Classic. It's like, I want them to do just pretty... I just want them to do well. Do we know who the pitching coach is? No idea. Hopefully, hopefully it's not our favorite person. You shut your sick mouth, Mr. <laughs> I heard that. I can only breathe through my mouth. I can't shut it. I can... I heard, I heard what you said. You I do not want to hear that. I don't want to hear that name anywhere near. Team USA baseball. Do not hear it anywhere near it. I mean, I, I would sure hope not. But um, if I do, I'm going to USA for, baseball. If I do, I'm cheering for the Netherlands this year. You should always Let's cheer go. for the Netherlands. Dude, they're like the weirdest team put together team. No, always in the world. No, no. There's one more that's even weirder. Oh, I forget who it is. Team Israel. Oh yeah, that's right. How about that? It's like them and Team Italy and the Netherlands. I'm like, what the? How did you three come to exist? That great question. Why is you teams in this? Well, there was uh, there was some uh, baseball news today from the from the, some other baseball news from the MLB today. If you got, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but um, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, will be having shoulder will be oh, having shoulder we surgery do have the, during uh, his uh, eighty game suspension. We do have the uh, pitching coach for Team USA. Who is it? Andy Pettit. Oh, that's good. Who's that? You don't know who Andy Pettit is? No. <laughs> Tell me, we might have to rethink him being on the podcast. Bro, I don't know who some of these people are. I'll give you the rundown. Andy Pettit, a former American. Uh, obviously, a professional baseball player. He played 18 seasons in the major leagues, primarily for the New York Yankees. Yeah. For the Yankees, and then he pitched for the Astros, and then he won. Oh God, he won five right five, five championships with the Yankees, and was a three-time All Star. Yeah. Sounds like he's pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Very good. Very good. Pretty good is putting it very lightly. <laughs> well, no way. In his 18-year career as a pitcher, he had 196 at-bats. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because he played with for the Astros. With 27 hits, 6 runs, and 13 RBI. Yeah, this is when that was when he was with the Astros, and then the Astros were in the National League before they moved over to the American. Yeah. Back when they were in the six-team NL Central, because that always made sense. That's right, they were. And the team they moved to the NL Central was the Brewers. And they moved the Astros to the Ale West yep. when they could have just kept the Brewers in the West. And, uh... Uh... uh and Kansas City is farther west than than Houston is. And Kansas City's in the Central. And, ah! Look, <laughs> you gotta look at population and all that stuff. So I know, but probably Kansas won't. City's not in the... Uh, yeah, I, no, I get what you're coming from, but still, though. Good, I'm glad someone understands, because I've been having, like, just terrible, like, lucid dreams and crap. Oh, Lord. What, did my fits go hard if I were in those dreams? You were not, <laughs> because I swear to God I was at work. <laughs> and I was working. Uh. However, Ben was... Was his fit hard, though? Uh, I mean, he dressed the same way the rest of us did. Because sometimes I can have these weird-ass dreams where I'm, like, in a job, and, like, I can wear whatever the hell I want. It's, like, the weirdest thing in the world. Uh, yeah. That is the and, like, to I, I don't know why. Like, another thing is, I don't know why, but, like, some of my stuff that I wear in the dreams, because I can remember what I wear, I'm like, some of that shit is gas, bro. <laughs> I had like some Steve Hart like we're talking like Steve Harvey levels of drip. Dang, mad drip with the the thick mustache and everything. She not thick mustache, but we got the thick drip though. I'm working on that mustache. Yeah, you can forget all that mustache. Hmm. Uh we gotta talk about the angels finally being saved. The Angels? Wait, what happened with the Angels? <laughs> yeah, what happened with it? I never saw anything about that. <laughs> to Jeff Passan. Oh, yeah, the, the, their owner was thinking about selling them or something, right? Correct. I did see that today, okay. Artie Moreno says he's exploring selling the team. Oh, oh. That would be uh, nice. That would be... Where would they go, though? I'd probably still in Anaheim. Probably say in Anaheim. Just a different buyer. Yeah. I can't foresee them leaving. They could get... just. They could just have Bezos buy the team. I mean, no. he's got all his fucking... No. He's, he's no, got... I, think that, I really didn't think that the Angels were going to actually oh, do something this year, but then they just blew up. Bad, Tommy. Very bad. 
I mean, I'd rather have them own an NFL team and then have the Red Zone be on Prime Video with your Prime subscription. So, hey. Mm. That's just me. I really thought the Angels were going to do something this year, but then they <laughs> blew up my face every year. But then the Angels were the Angels. Yeah, the Angels were the Angels. This isn't the Angels in the outfield, bro. Don't expect too much, because the last time they were ever relevant and ever good, not because of two, two of the most multi-generational talents, was 2014, when they had the best record in the American League in all of baseball and still lost three straight games to the Royals. Yeah. They won a World Series this century. Yeah. Had the Angels? Oh, wait, yet yeah, wait. Yeah. 2000 and, uh... I want to say three. I thought it was 2001. No, one was the, uh... I'm looking it up. But I so want to say it was a three. It was either 01 or... I, think, I thought it was 02. Either, it was either 01, 02, or 03. 02. Because I played the Giants that year. Yeah. And I vividly, and I, even though I never was like alive during that, I always go back on highlights and just watch Barry Bonds absolutely nuke baseballs into oblivion. Yeah. Oh, was, I did uh, something. In, I did see an interesting take about Barry Bonds this week. What is that? That um, since uh, isn't like this year would be his uh his final year of being on the Hall of Fame ballot. Yeah. Yes. And that um, if uh, if they just had if they just signed him to like what like a a ten day deal or something and had him like just coming and play a couple games, okay. then he he, he re retire, then uh, his Hall of Fame ballot would just reset, and so he could still be on the ballot again. God, so, could you imagine yeah. how many homers he could still hit right now? Oh, yeah. Like, have you seen photos of him? That man is still looking good. Because I, I don't know, like, how that would work in terms of, like, baseball terms and everything. But, I mean, it's just like with all these football players coming out of retirement and then then playing for a couple more years or whatever. And by the sounds of it from you guys, um, they he could come right out of retirement and somebody could sign him for, like, what a, a year or something and then... He could just get his entire uh, Hall of Fame like year thing reset from the very beginning and still be on the ballot until he would eventually get voted in. That's true. Do you know how old Barry Bonds is? That sounds like a very convoluted and very difficult loophole to get back on the ballot. Because I feel like with how the National Baseball Hall of Fame works... It's like once you're on the ballot, and then once your time is up, like I think they do like uh, how Buck O'Neill got in, it's like a legacy vote or whatever it is. I don't know remember yeah. what it's called, but that like you gotta wait like that. Okay. Do you know how old Barry Bonds is? I don't know. How old is he? Well, like fifty. Fifty-eight. Dang. Could you imagine 50-year-old Barry Bonds coming back and just hitting daggers? <laughs> he could possibly still rake. 
Him uh, and Ken Griffey Jr. both look absolutely fantastic in fantastic shape. Not as good as Frank Thomas. Not yeah. I don't know if he'll ever be as good as Frank Thomas though. No, he looks I I don't it's, know what he's eating. And it's good. What is it, Brock? Are, are you thinking like a are you thinking like a jacked and juicy? <laughs> oh, it's new it's new it's new genetics total D like he always promotes. <laughs> him and him and Doug Flutie. Yeah. Nope. And trust me, guys, you'll love it too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's like always the best part of the commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs> See, what else is there to talk about? Well, has been having their preseason. Like, anyone really cares about that? Oh, I, I do have, uh, there was an, an, uh, another, uh, um, yeah, so, um, the other day I had ordered it off eBay and it finally came in, but, um, if you guys can remember from, uh, the 2017, uh, Royals season, oh, Jesus. um, <laughs> tried to block it out of my memory, but, the um, season, the 2017 but uh, I ordered, and it came in finally, but I was able to find the the TIE fighter pilot, uh, Drew Butera bobblehead. Nice. I, I know I'd all, I, ever since that bobblehead came out, I'd been wanting to get it, and I finally found one online. And it goes hard. Indeed it does. So he was like the those should be the bad guys. <laughs> well, I mean, I will say, like, for it being like a special, like Star Wars version bobblehead, it was nowhere near as expensive as the the Obi Wan Kenobi Alex Gordon bobblehead or Ooh. the the X Wing fighter pilot uh, Eric Hosmer. Yeah. Uh, whenever they do the one with, Wait, you said or, the, or the Salvador Perez Han Solo one. Huh, I just don't remember that. You said he did Han Solo? Yeah, Salvador Perez has a, a Han Solo bobblehead. Yeah, I remember that one. I just don't remember the Alex Gordon one, though. It, it's, the Alex Gordon, Obi-Wan Kenobi one is uh, a bit older. Oh, okay, that's probably why. But, um, there was all, I, I'd never realized it, but apparently there was a, uh, Al, Albert Mondesi... Alabama, uh, yeah. Al- yeah, a Boba Fett one. Yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah. I never realized that that was a thing until whenever I was looking at these bobbleheads online. Oh, breaking news. Do, 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 do. The Royals have lost to the Diamondbacks 7-3. to three. Oh. Emmanuel Rivera played that game today. I'm going to look at yeah. the, uh, the stat line and see what he did against his former team. You you getting his stat line, Brock? Yep, pull it up right now. Uh, I mean, Manuel Rivera had five at-bats and got two hits. He nice. also scored a run and got an RBI. He was also Good walked. For him. 
Good for him. Yeah. Good for, good for you. Uh, for the Royals, the leading hitter was Bobby Witt Jr. That's what I expected. Two hits, two runs, and he hit an RBI. So Nice. Anyone know how Carlos Santana has been doing with the Mariners? Because actually, I thought I saw something and it's like he's like he, not. He's, he, he's, had, he had been balling out. And he then had he been balling the form. out. And then yeah. he fell freaking cliff. He's he's returned to his form now. So. Yeah. He's back to being Carlos Santana. So we've won the trade. No take back to Seattle. Nope. Your prospects are ours. <laughs> All right. Um, do we want to move on to uh, NFL news? Or do you want to play Guess the Year? Uh, I think Guess the Year would be good here, probably. Yep. All right. This game is from... Whoops. <laughs> Next game. There we go. This game is from... Monday, August 24th, in Kauffman... Well, actually, uh, I'm not going to say what the name of the stadium is, because then I'll give it away. No, it won't. At Royals Stadium, in front of 27,000 fans, where the Royals lost to the Texas Rangers. This was the Royals' starting lineup. Batting first, the center fielder, Willie Wilson. Batting second, the third baseman, Kevin Seitzer. Batting third, the first baseman, George Brett. Okay. Batting fourth, the right fielder, Danny Tartable. Batting fifth, the left fielder, Lonnie Smith. Batting sixth, the second baseman, Frank White. Batting seventh, the designated hitter, Steve Balboni. One thing I always want to know with how like the World Baseball Classics is is like how do they do like the the point like the how do they pick do they pick the players themselves or is it like a thing where it's like okay they these people can't uh huh they declare uh, okay because how like uh like golf does it is like there's an X and there's like a cut line of what people can who who is joining, who is able to join, and then who is not. And then it, like, shows you, like, who the person, like, what their levels are and all that kind of stuff, so. Batting eighth, the catcher, Jamie Quirk. And batting ninth, the shortstop, Ross Jones. I will give you the uh, pinch hitters and those that came in. Uh, Pinch hitting for Ross Jones was Jim Eisenreich. And Bill Pacosta came in at shortstop. And pinch hitting for Jamie Quirk, Bo Jackson. Ooh, okay. The pitcher for the Royals was Mark... Oh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that with how my nose is right now. Gentlemen, I need the year. You said Danny Tartable was in right field, correct? Yes. Oh, Jackson, right? Yes. I also said George Brett and Frank White. I, I, I know I have a year in mind. Go ahead and say I'll... it. Ben, go ahead. 
1987. Tommy? I'm going to go with the exact same year. That is correct. Let's go! It's either 1986 or 1987. Do you know who the winning pitcher was for the Texas Rangers? This is it. No, don't even ask me that. Was it uh, Nolan Ryan? No, but it is someone that we know their son very well. Bobby Witt Sr. Yes. Well, no way, really? Yes. I just wow. forget that Sr. played on the Rangers for many years. Bobby Witt Sr. got the win. He moved to 7-6 and six on the year. The Royals, by the way, after this loss, fell to 61-63. and 63. Wait, what's their record? They fell to 61 and 63. That's here, now, in present time, or back then? Uh, back then. 87. Okay. God, I wish the Royals right now were 61 and 63. Really wish they were two games under 500, but that's not <laughs> It would be like three games back in the division. I know. Exactly. Also, can we talk about, since we're still on the thing, can we talk about how I would like to say that I was wrong at the start of the season where I was like, you know, the Mets are going to do a Mets thing, and by the second half of the season, they're going to collapse. Hush. So, so, turn, so why, why are you telling me hush? We got nothing else to talk about. Did you, see Aaron, you, see, you see Aaron Judge totally crank off Max Scherzer for a home run the other day? The Yankees swept the Mets, dude. <laughs> but I would like to say how they were, like, can I just say now that since they were, like, when they were losing, now that they're winning again, how they were just, you know, playing, like, absolute piles of, of trash. And they, all the Yankees fans thinking it was the end of the world. And I was like, you know, if they keep this up, I actually might enjoy this. But I'd like to say that I would probably be wrong on what happens in, with New York sports teams. But I'm glad I got the year right for this one, Brock, because the only reason I guessed 87 was because there was a, a baseball game on my phone I used to play that um, they, like, because they had, like, they had all the different baseball teams, but you could also, like, through, like, packs, you could get, like, a random, like, special player on the occasion with, like, the in-game currency. This and, uh, just sounds like Diamond Dynasty. Up- Kind of, but I ended up pulling uh, an 87 Danny Tartable uh, right field card. Well, Danny Tartable started in right field a lot, so. Yeah. But I, I was, I, I was, I was, I'm glad that I got the right year. <laughs> All right. We good to move on to football stuff now? I don't know. Are we, Tommy? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I have multiple things for us here to talk about. So first, uh, former Chief uh, Demarcus Robinson uh, signed with the Ravens the other day. Uh, After uh, getting cut from, where was he, the Raiders? I don't know. Did the Raiders just hate Lamar Jackson? I was I, I did watch a thing this morning talking about how um 
Like they they're they're going to have an amazing run game again this year. Yeah, it's just I get they that, literally like, like they have no wide receivers. Yeah, no, they don't have anything. And I thought Aaron Rodgers didn't have any wide receivers. Turns out Lamar Jackson doesn't have any either. Mm-hmm. But then um, I, I saw a thing talking about uh, that uh, free agent running back, uh, Kenyon Drake. Uh, one of his five potential landing spots is with the Chiefs. Great, because that's what the Chiefs need, another running back. Another running back? Yeah, but it said the uh, CBS Sports said uh, the top three destinations for him would be the Rams, Chiefs, or Ravens, and I don't see why any of those three teams need a running back. No, I don't no. see it either. That would be pointless. I get for depth purposes, but not even. They don't that. need them. I don't even see it for that. Yeah, I can see then, it for um... like the. I don't know, like the Jaguars or uh, uh, the Jaguars, the Texans, or someone like that. But, but um, also, um, if you guys saw uh, in the quarterback battle in Carolina, uh, Baker Mayfield won the starting position over uh, Sam Darnold and will start Week One. That's going to be interesting. Also, can against, we talk about... Against the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, against the Browns, too. Also, can we talk about uh, how Deshaun Watson now has an 11-game suspension? And he comes back and immediately and, faces the Texans. Yeah, and the first game he's back is against the Texans. The NFL rigged it this way. No, NFL created this way. NFL creative is doing some long-term booking and story-selling in this. The NFL knows what they're doing. One of our favorite uh, sports people, um, our, our favorite uh, Steelers fan, YouTuber boy, uh, he, he knows that the NFL is rigging it this way. That's why I call them NFL creative, because some, sometimes whatever they feed, because whatever Goodell feeds them sometimes, Goodell's like, all right, I need something wild to happen this week. And then the NFL creative is like, done. All out blitz uh, by the worst team of the league. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I need the Jaguars to go zero and sixteen again. He's like, done. We need the Jaguars to go zero and seventeen, but to lose oh, all games God. by less than three. Yes, exactly. Wouldn't that be something if they go over seventeen? Yet they play in some of the closest, most highly contested games this entire season. I'd be fine if they go zero and seventeen. That would be, that would be so. That would be that would be so messed up. Yet that would be downright hilarious. That joke just went over your head that I made. What I said, I'd be fine if they go zero and seventeen. Okay. Tommy, who am I a fan of? Well, yeah, you'd be a fan of that because you're in the same division. Actually, I take that back. They could go 1-16. Fuck off. They can go 1-16. <laughs> that one game a year where they beat the Colts. One thing, though, about the Colts. I want to see if Jonathan Taylor can keep up what he did last year. Hopefully. Can he sustain it? Yes. The one thing. I, okay. 
He is the God King. I, okay. This King Henry's kind of reign a- is over. It is time for Taylor to rise. Okay. Just want to see if he can sustain it. But I, I did see um, uh, also today that um, uh, backup uh, Chiefs tight end uh, Blake Bell uh, recently underwent surgery for a hip flexor, and Andy Reid says he doesn't expect a quick return. I mean, it's a hip injury. Those things don't take. Uh, with, with the rise of uh, jo- Jody Fortson at the backup tight end spot, and we, we have Noah Gray as well, and so I think we'll honestly be just fine at the, fine at the tight end position. Yeah, speaking of Chiefs, apparently Patrick Mahomes is in Fortnite now. Yeah, he's in Fortnite with a gladiator gear. I, I don't, I don't, I don't he, know. He fell to the uh, the Fortnite overlords, and I bet he's getting paid a billion uh, uh, V bucks. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. Fortnite's just weird. It's like I could see five, like oh, wait, no, no, no. That's not a regular show. No, I'd seen. Because uh, I saw the comment section on Instagram about this the other day, and um, I was going to read it off to you guys, but um, where was it? Yeah, here we go. Um, like after I scrolled through all of like the official like checkmarked people that had commented on Patrick's video or video about it, um, the top viewed the top three liked comments said uh, number one. Jesus Christ, I can watch Patrick Mahomes fight Goku. I love video games. Then then number two said, Man, I can't wait to see Patrick Kamehameha LeBron and start grittying afterwards. And then the third (laughs) one was, uh, We're about to have Patrick Mahomes shooting a Kamehameha at Darth Vader while LeBron James is hitting the gritty and while Thanos is shooting a shotgun. God, I cannot believe the way you just said just said Kamehameha. Whatever. I'm not a Dragon Ball fan. I don't care. That was so wrong the way you said it. Weebs. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Fortnite is a cesspool. No, Fortnite is an episode of regular show. Oh, also, um, I can play as Master Chief and kill. <laughs> I I also saw that um. Uh, and kill Goku just, uh, and a fucking Anna with a Kamehameha and then hit the granny and then do Gagan style as well with Darth Vader and Thanos. Yes, with Darth Vader and Thanos watching. But um, I saw that uh the other day uh, uh the Cardinals head coach was having uh Kyler Murray call plays. And um, while he had the headset on, uh, Barstool uh, Sports made a comment on it saying, uh, Guys on me, cracked one shield, knocked, where are you guys? I need help. No way, man. This guy's actually hacking. He's literally one shot. Hinting at the fact that uh, Kyler Murray plays too much COD. Oh, in too much video games? Yeah. <laughs> And, um, oh, there was also a very interesting statistic that I was wanting to share with you guys, uh, comparing, uh, 
Daniel Jones and uh, Josh Allen. This is a crazy one. Oh, I'm listening. Let me see. I'm going to send it to you guys. I, I just want, I want to know what you guys think about this. Josh Allen and Daniel Jones. And so for our fans at home, uh, it's a picture of uh, NBC comparing Daniel Jones and Josh Allen through their first 38 career games. And um, the first 38 games for both of them are very similar. Well, complete completion percentage, passing yards, and rushing yards per game, and pass touchdown to interception ratio. But uh, the record is where it gets you because Josh Allen's record was 23 and 15 in his first 38 games, and Daniel Jones's record in his first 38 career games were 12 and 25. Huh. And so I'm thinking that it must just be the team that's around the quarterback, I would think, in this situation. Or or not. I mean, I'm pretty sure Josh Allen is the better quarterback. But if Daniel Jones actually had a team around him, he might have had a he might have a better record and not be thought of as just a complete trash quarterback. Speaking of, I have an interesting stat for you. Go ahead. About one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Garner Minshew has 41 touchdowns to only 12 interceptions in his career. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, uh, he should be a starter in the league. I do think so. And he should be starting for the Colts next year. Okay. Once uh, Matt Ryan retires. In, but whatever. Matt Ryan's contract's up in two years. We could sign Gardner Oh, Garner that's right. We could sign Gardner Minshew. Let him sit behind Matt Ryan for a few for a few years. Let him learn under Matt Ryan and then take over. Have the stash take over, take the reins. Let the mullet run, Indy? Yeah. Yes. God, could you imagine Garner Minshew and Indy? Jesus That'd be Christ. a pretty sick jersey, dude. Oh my god, I want it so much. <laughs> you might just have to custom make that yourself. I may have to. Get a number 15 Minshew Colts jersey? <laughs> Don't tempt me. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I did see, um, I know, Tommy, how uh, you enjoy golf a lot, but I saw um, some golf things this past week. Oh, yeah, that's right. The FedEx Cup stuff is happening this weekend. Oh, but I, I, I was talking about um, the, the video game. Oh, t- uh, what, 2K23 or whatever it is with Tiger. Uh, yeah, in the PGA Tour 2K23 video game, uh, Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan are among athletes you can play as in the game. That's right, you can't play as Michael Jordan in the game. It's, I just, I'm not complaining, it's Michael Jordan, but I just find that really weird. Yeah. <laughs> 
gentlemen, uh, in other basketball news, it's Kobe Bryant's birthday today, everybody. So, R.I.P. Kobe. He would have been, what, 40? Four. Four? Yes. He would have been 40. R.I.P. Mamba. Mamba forever. Steve Nash. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready for that conversation. <laughs> Better player than Kobe? Yep. Um, dude, you got... Kobe or LeBron? That crack must be good with it. Kobe was carried by Shaq and other great players. Steve Nash was the player. Whatever. Think about it. After Shaq left, how many rings did Kobe win? He won how many rings with... Shaq, two. Three. One, three. How many did he win? I believe he ran two more after that. I guess it's fine. Uh, huh. Oh, there's some pretty messed up things when you type in Kobe Bryant in right now. Yeah, that's, uh, let's not talk about that. Oh, some really messed um, up stuff. But uh, I know I'm ready for uh, my three things. If you want me to go into that, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so we're ready. Yeah. For it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for my first three things, number one. Uh, number one. Um, the other day, uh, Cardinals catcher uh, Yadier Molina was uh, absent for two games out of nowhere. And a lot of people uh, didn't know where Yadier Molina was. And uh, turns out uh, he explained his two-game absence. Uh, and he was gone the two games because uh, he went to go watch uh, the... His, he went to go watch the basketball team that he owns uh, win the title in Puerto Rico. So I thought that was interesting. Because I didn't expect uh, Yadier Molina to be a person that owns a basketball team. I mean, why not? I yeah. I don't know. And then, uh, number two... And sadly, having to speak about another Cardinals player, but because um, I don't like the Cardinals, but uh, mad respect to the guy, um, uh, Albert Pujols over this past few games. Um, yesterday night, he uh, hit his 693rd home run, which came off. The, the 449th different pitcher that he's hit a home run against in his career, tying Barry Bond's record for uh, the total number of different pitchers that he hit a home run off of. And um, I think it, it, was, it was from the other day, but over like the 10-game span, because Albert Pujols has just been cranking home runs recently, um, 
his slugging percentage right now is the highest that it's ever been in his entire career of baseball. So, mad props to him for just mashing dingers the past, like, week. All right, and then number three. Um, I know both of you guys might like it because it's, it's not Cardinals related, so. Oh, God. <laughs> But um, it was reported by ESPN, but with, um, as we all know, college football and college athletes can do NIL deals and everything. <laughs> I know where this now. is going. But, um, so, um, it was pretty interesting, but um, Hooters, our, everybody's favorite restaurant chain, uh, announced yesterday morning that they had signed... Uh, 51 college offensive linemen to um, across the nation to an NIL deal with Hooters. Only offensive linemen. So, like John did, it being an NIL deal with Hooters, just it makes yeah. So, uh, shout out to Hooters for getting the cool football players. You know, I mean. Nevis wasn't included in that, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are my three things for the week. All right, solid, solid, solid. Uh, have either one of you watched the Vanti Teo documentary yet? Uh, I came out, I forgot about that. That came out already? Yes. When did it come out, like the 8th, when? I think, right? Uh, it's been out for a little bit, not too long. Huh, okay, now what I need to do in the next couple of days. Yeah, I plan on Sorry, I watched. On sick, so. I could probably watch it on, I, can, I could probably watch it on Sunday, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that, I'll watch it on Sunday. We can talk about it on that Monday, because I gotta work that. Yeah. So it sounds like next week we will have a documentary review for you. Holy crap, we're bringing those back. Let's go. But uh, a spur of the moment top five for you, gentlemen. It's a pretty easy one, I feel like. We're going to have our top five favorite non-starting quarterbacks of the NFL. Favorite starting quarterbacks? So non. they can only non. be starters as of right now? Starting quarterbacks? I don't non. barely know. Starting quarterbacks. Those second stringers. Wait, what? Top five starting quarterbacks? Is that what it was? And starting quarterbacks, the backups. Wait, top five backups? Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. So, Tommy, you're number five. Uh, I, I, I shall forfeit this top five because I barely any of the backups yeah, from the end of There's plenty. There's Several of the memes that we like, like Simeon I, or Andy Dalton or Shane Bouchel. Yeah. Give me just a minute. Not, not Lamar well. Jackson, Jordan Love. Oh, I cannot believe it's not Lamar Jackson. You mean? Oh, can I just list off like a top five, like no like ranking, but just like my top five? 
Sure. So that'd be easy, I think. Okay. Um. Okay, so not in any particular order for my top five, but we got a Chad Henney, because, you know, anything's possible. <laughs> um. Then we have... I guess you could call him a backup now because uh, how they're handling the 49ers are handling things. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, because as things look, it looks like Trey Lance is going to be the starter going into the season. Yeah. Um, so those are two. Um, um Okay, so uh, Case Keenum on the Bills now as the backup. No Mizzou players have been named by Ben so far. Pittsburgh or is he going to be on the bench? It's either kissing titties or picking. I mean, take your pick. Oh, then, uh, okay, I, I, have my, I have my two others. Excuse me? What? What did Brock just say? I don't know. I, I don't really care at the moment. But um, my other my other two uh, backups, uh, Chase Daniel Figure. on the Chargers. So we all know why that reason. And yeah. then uh, my last one would be uh, Gardner Minshew. All right, there you go. That's Ben's five. Tommy, do you have yeah. any? No. Nothing. No names come to mind. Nothing. I have nothing. Okay, this is easy for me then. Uh, Garner Minshew, Shane Bouchelle, Drew Locke, Kenny Pickett, Chase Daniel. I thought I thought uh, I'm choosing to get the Drew Locke was starting currently. Oh, okay, then if Drew Locke is starting, then Matt Corral. Who who had the season-ending injury? Exactly. That's why he's my favorite. Ah, uh, nice. There you go. I like how we both include Gardner Minshew on there and Chase Daniel. Yes. So there you go. It's now time for picks. 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 And they're all coming to us from college football. Thank God. <laughs> So we'll start with the big game on Fox. As all right, so Ben, these this is how picks work, by the way. And so this is a uh, week one or whatever. Yes. Or this is how we do picks. All right. We go with the point spread, and we pick based on the point spread. The point spread. What's that? Oh boy. Oh boy. Still watch a how to. Sports game playing, and you'll understand. Yeah. So, Nebraska Cornhuskers and the Northwestern Wildcats. Nebraska is a 13 point favorite. Tommy, who do you have? You should already know. <sighs> you 
may be sadly mistaken. Even though they're 13-point favorites? Yes. Oof. Yeah. I'm taking the points. Give me Northwestern. Nebraska still wins, but give me the points. So the ben, point spread, I'll go with uh I'll go with Northwestern. There you go. That's that's how it works, man. Cause it'll it'll be closer than uh thirteen points. That there you go. That's how gambling works. There you go. Congratulations. Okay. You just figured it out. <laughs> nice. Sticking with a Big Ten matchup, Wyoming travels to Champaign to take on Illinois. Uh, Illinois is 11-point favorites. Tommy? Who do you have? Who's who's Wyoming's quarterback this year? I don't know. Let me check. Some dude. Tommy, who do you have? Who's the team's he in? No idea. I'm gonna. Wyoming I'm gonna go with that Illinois. Illinois. All right. So I'm riding with Illinois. As much as I would love to go with Wyoming, I looked at their quarterback list and I've never heard of any of these dudes in my life. Okay. Same. Ben's taking the 11 point favorite Illinois. Tommy. I'm gonna have to go with Hill. And then Wyoming has situated. Uh, I'm taking Wyoming because I think they might actually win this game. All right. Uh, Charlotte taking on Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is a seven-point favorite. I'll I'll take uh, Florida Atlantic. Men going with FAU. Tommy? I don't know. I've never heard of Charlotte, so... <laughs> I'll go with... Wait, who is it? Charlotte and FAU. I'll go with FAU. Same here. North Texas and UTEP, it's an even point spread. Oh. So UNT versus UTEP. Yup. That's that's a that's the what's that? They're uh, UNT's Green Eagles or something, right? Mean Green. It is an even point spread. Who do you have? I'll take... Wait, who are the teams again? North Texas and UTEP. Mm, I'll take UTEP. I'm going to go with uh, UTEP as well, just considering that um, while, while I have a buddy that I graduated high school with that goes to North Texas... Um, they they do have a very good uh, music school there at North Texas, but football wise, I'm gonna uh, have to go against them with uh, UTEP. I'm going with you. I'm going with North Texas because they were the only team to defeat UTSA last year. And final Amar Vanderbilt goes way away from home as they travel to Hawaii. To take on the Rainbow Warriors, Vanderbilt is eight-point favorites. 
Vanderbilt wins that. Vanderbilt. The Vanderbilt player is going to get a nice vacation and just crush the the sad school of of Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, SEC baby. Yeah, that'll be one of uh, Vanderbilt's two wins this season. The other one will be an FCS opponent, maybe. Yes. Unless they botch it like last year. Mm-hmm. So, to review. Tommy has Nebraska, Illinois, FAU, UTEP, and Vandy. I have Northwestern, Wyoming, Florida Atlantic, North Texas, and Vandy. And Ben has Northwestern, Illinois, FAU, UTEP, and Vandy. So... May the odds forever be in your favor, gentlemen. All right, and we're gonna review. We're gonna review who we picked after week zero. Uh, yeah, we'll have the rankings after that. Okay. So yeah, uh, MIP of the week time. Hmm. I will let Mister Tommy go first. If he's still awake. Tommy? Huh? He was asleep again. It's MIP, it's, it's MIP time, Tommy. Who's your pick? Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> Even though that happened a couple weeks ago, how the hell do you, like, get busted for trying to treat, what was it, like, tapeworm or something like that? Ringworm or whatever? Ringworm. Ringworm. With an anabolic steroid. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are other medicines that are non-anabolic uh, anabolic steroids that can treat ringworm. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Can't it is very... Uh, ben, your turn. Um... Let me see, I... I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with uh, Saints uh, rookie offensive lineman Trevor Penning. Uh oh, Tommy, what did he do? Huh? What did your player do? Uh, great question. What happened? Oh, we talking about my player? Yeah. Yeah, for the Saints. I think you so. said. I think you had said Tommy, so I was confused. Yeah, that's his but, team. Um, yeah. So um, okay. Yeah, my bad. I forgot. But um, uh, Trevor Penning was um, given in an interview. He was in an interview with a reporter. It was like a week or two ago. But um, uh, he was he was looking at the reporter and everything, all funny, and then he told the reporter to ask him uh what his favorite thing about football is. And so the reporter asked him, so what's your favorite thing about playing football? And he deadpan looks straight into the reporter's face and says, 
being able to legally assault the person across from me. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. And I mean, like, while I mean, like, okay, being a, being an aggressive football player, like, that's what you're supposed to be, but like. Jesus, man, what the no, heck? That is a normal offensive lineman and defensive lineman thought process. But I'm just thinking, like, man, this interviewer guy is probably, like, scared because the dude just got a huge, massive smile on his face as he was looking deadpan at this guy. And I would, like, I would be scared in that situation, too, because this is the same guy that caused uh, three fights can in can three consecutive practices for the Saints. He started a different fight like in three days straight. And they had to like make him take a day off because he was causing so many fights. Damn, tell me what the fuck's going on down there in New Orleans. Great question. Don't know. Doing a great job looking after your team there. It's the preseason. Okay, yeah. See it was from uh, August fourth, but um, yeah, Saints rookie first round pick, offensive line Trevor Penning has been kicked off OTAs on Wednesday after starting a fight at practice for three consecutive days. Damn! All right. So that was that was a few weeks ago, but then he got interviewed by this reporter saying that he likes legally assaulting the people across from him, and I'm just like, Jesus, man. Okay. Yes. Yes! <laughs> but that's my MIP. Uh, my MIP is myself for having COVID. Boo, COVID, bad, yeah. boo. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, it's the person who gave me COVID. I blame him, so. <laughs> He's like, you want to hang out? No, motherfucker, you gave me COVID. I'm pissed off at you. You're the reason I can't breathe through my nose. Mouth breather. Mouth breather. I'm forced to be. Yeah. I couldn't even sleep today for the longest time because I I couldn't breathe. See, but anyways, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah, no, I don't have anything else either. Tommy, what did you do on Wade this week? Uh, I talked about a lot of returns with uh wrestling, like wrestling, like a lot of wrestlers returning to certain brands, and someone going back to an someone going back, even though they were on the main roster, and then they're in developmental again for some reason. Has that already come out? And have you recorded that? Or have are you just saying something you're about to tell everybody? I'm doing... Uh, yes. You haven't recorded yet, have you? No, I have not. Ah, makes sense. Uh, ben, what did you do on earning our stripes? Because I, 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 I am not good. I have not recorded it yet, actually. Oh, okay. But... <laughs> Yes. So, so we could record it together after this if you are wanting to. No. But um, <laughs> I will. I will be going over 
Uh, I'll be talking about a little bit of what happened for band camp this past week. Some Mizzou football news and um, some interesting things happening here around campus. So that's what we will be covering on uh, Earning Our Stripes. All right, then. Well, uh, yeah, uh, that's we, all I got. We did have yeah, a like, video go up on the YouTube channel. Ah, uh, yes, the only parts of the vlog of when we, me and Brock, went across the state to go watch wrestling in an old dilapidated stadium. You make it sound so much more ominous than what it was. What? Where St. Louis played? Yeah. Dude, that stadium was so outdated. I can understand why they wanted to leave. Okay. It was. And pretty... don't. It, it, you know I'm right, too. It what? You know I'm right. Like, look at the concessions and all that. Like, dude, okay. some of, Like, I felt like. That old Target had been updated since they left in 15. Bro, I felt like I was in an old Target. <laughs> like, that's what the concession stands look like. I felt like I was in an old Target. Anyway, tell the people what the video is. It was a review of uh, Shakespeare in Columbia, Missouri. Yes, but... Mid. What? Say that again, Ben. You heard me. No, I didn't. Did you call Shakespeare Pizza Mid? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can feel the rage from Brock. We could talk about this a bit more on uh, Earning Our Stripes if you want, or we could talk about it here. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh -oh. I think I've made Brock angry, everybody. Uh-oh. He turned his mic off. Is he muted? Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, you made him mad. You made him mad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will say, I used to really like Shakespeare's. I really enjoyed having Shakespeare's whenever I was younger and everything. And a few years ago, it was Shakespeare's was my favorite pizza place. But then here, within the past probably like four to five years, they have changed something in their recipe that, just not me, that I just don't like. Like, compared to what it, it used to be. And me knowing my mom, fun fact about me for our listeners, but my mom was fifth generation, born and raised in Colombia. And so, she had been there plenty of times as a kid as well. And she agrees with me that there's just something about Shakespeare's pizza that isn't the same anymore, and it's not... It, not as good as it used to be. And so I'm not the only one with this mindset. And I have other pizza places that I like more. And I'm sorry for upsetting you, Brock. 
but it's it's not my favorite pizza place. I mean, saying it's mid was just something funny, but I mean, it's still good pizza. Like, if you're wanting to get pizza, Shakespeare's is a good place to go. But me personally, it's not my favorite thing in the world. I thought you were going to do the meme make. Me personally would not let that slide. I don't even know that meme. <laughs> literally, it's literally just that you see if something happens and someone just, you just, it cuts to someone and it's like, now me personally, I would not let that slide. <laughs> That's basically the gist of it. Yeah. But, yes, that is my wording behind uh, why I'm not the biggest fan of Shakespeare's everybody so yeah is proxim muted yeah might as well just i'm sure anyways i'm sure you guys had a fun time recording that uh pizza review video yeah no we had an absolute blast going to st louis and all that should we try and wrap it up because that pretty much about ready to just pass out. Yeah, I, I know. Um, me and Brock were gonna knock out uh, earning our stripes, but I think let's just let's just wrap it up. One of us could say what his Twitter handle is and just call it that. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. So we are gonna end up wrapping it up here pretty soon. Um, you can uh, contact uh, Brock at um at BrockGordon99 on all platforms, I'm pretty sure. Right, Tommy? I'm pretty sure, yes. I don't know about Instagram, though. So, but yeah. BrockGordon99. BrockGordon99 on Twitter. And don't forget... Yeah, and you can contact me on everything at Elite Tiger Sports. And... You can contact me at, uh, at dude underscore rex14 on all platforms. Sometimes I don't have the underscore, but for Twitter I have the underscore. Plus, you can follow the YouTube channel at bcardyt on Twitter. So. And don't forget, we do have our website up, everybody. So if you could check that out, that would be much appreciated. But that is uh, b-cardentertainment.com, all lowercase. So. Yeah. Hopefully you guys check that out sometime soon. Yeah, but other than that, this has been another episode of Big Time Talkers. I've been Tommy Haley with Brock Gordon. And I've been Benjamin Duncan. Hope you all have a good week.